Welcome to Affirmation Nation. My name is Bob Duca. As you no doubt know by now, my mission is to empower you by empowering me. By sharing with you the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of my own life, I believe that we will be able to better relate to one another. By sharing with you the tools, techniques, practices, and people I encounter on my spiritual journey, past and present, I offer you the opportunity to learn through me. It is my belief that we are all one people, that our individual struggles are but the struggle of the many with different specifics. Further, it is my mission to move out of the shadow of fear, insecurity, and stagnation and step into the energy of invincibility that is love, abundance, and joy. I vow to foster a practice of radical outjoy and ecstatic honesty. I adhere to the operating principle that as with flatulence, so too with negative thoughts, emotions, and feelings, there's more room on the outside than on the inside. <sighs> well, the holidays are over and I'm happy to be with you. Uh, I don't know about e any of you, but for me, uh, the first uh, two to three months of any year are just um, burning off the fumes of having dealt with my family over the holidays. And that's kind of what I'm going through right now. Um, I'm going to, this is a little bit of a different show today. I don't have a guest. Um, I just wanted to speak with you. Um, and also I want to make an announcement. I'll be taking a short hiatus uh, from this show for a while. We won't be putting up any, any new episodes after this one for, for a little while. Um, due to the fact that uh, I am just incredibly overwhelmed. You know, I, I went from doing pretty much nothing except trying to find friends to then having this podcast, and it's, it's frankly, it's too much for me. So uh, I'm looking into some, uh, some medically induced comas and, uh, uh, or a meditation retreat to try to get myself back to a, an equilibrium that's, that's uh, healthy. Because although I love doing this podcast and I'm having a wonderful time, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shell of my former self. And that is saying quite a bit because there was not much there to begin with. But enough about that. Let's talk a little bit more about me. Friends, I'm just like you. I put my orthopedic pants on one leg at a time. I'm a work in progress. And I probably think about suicide 20 or 30 times a day. When I'm feeling blue, well, grab your abacus and times that by 10, my friend. I frankly don't understand why suicide is such a taboo subject. It's this dirty little secret that has most likely affected each of our lives in some way, yet we simply are not allowed to talk about it until after it happens. I mean, we live in an age where toilet paper companies use animated bears to openly discuss dingleberries, yet the subject of taking one's own life is not to be discussed. Well, I want to discuss it. Perhaps if we acknowledge these moments where we want to say, fuck it, the subject wouldn't be so taboo. For those of us who have experienced deep, 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 deep depression, suicide is a nuanced, multifaceted option. Just as the Inuit peoples of our planet's more northern regions have many, many words for snow, testifying to the fact that snow is an important part of their culture and everyday life, so too it is true with those of us with depression. Depreskimos, if you will. Depreskimos have as many different types of suicidal thoughts as Inuits have types of snow. The following are types of and reasons for suicide as classified in the Bob Duca Statistical Manual for Mental Conditions, a.k.a. the BDSM-6. This old chestnut, I want to die. 
I don't want to live. Now, it's important to distinguish between these two. Uh, if there was an alternate state between life and death, sometimes it seems like suicide is it. And, and, you know, I find solace in that thought. But it turns out that that's what sleeping 16 hours a day is for. So there you go. Next one. I'm tired of being alive, a.k.a. how much longer is this bullshit going to go on? I get it. You made your point, life. I peaked in grade school. I've overstayed my welcome. I freaking get it. Here's another one. The I can't stand another day of this, a.k.a. how can this possibly be my life? I did outward bound for Christ's sake. Or the I'm ashamed to go to work hungover. Mm, How about this one? The Smiths Sing Me to Sleep was randomly played on the radio, and it just makes so much damn sense. Here's another flavor of suicide. The I want to be dead or attempt making myself dead just to see how long it would take for people to notice. I mean, I don't see anybody for days at a time anyway. Future suicide. After my mom dies, then I can do it. Mm. Oh, here's another one. Ending a headache. Or how about anger with self? Anger at family, anger at friends, because you didn't get invited to someone's party and you want them to feel bad, because you got invited to someone's party, but you just don't want to go, but you're the type of person who always cancels at the last minute and you don't want to be to face that friend again with some BS excuse about how you really wanted to go to their party, but you couldn't find your elbow or your neighbor shot his TV with a rusty pistol again. Or how about this one? You want to kill yourself because you forgot somebody's birthday party and you feel bad about yourself. Or uh, sometimes sometimes we think about suicide just to feel like you have some agency in a cruel and ultimately meaningless world. It's sort of like, what's that life? Fuck me? No. How about this time? Fuck you. Or there's a suicide because someone broke your heart and you can't imagine living without them. Or because you broke somebody's heart and you feel terrible. I mean, if you can't love such a wonderful person, what's wrong with you? Or because no one's ever broken your heart. And finally, masturbation mishap. In fact, I shouldn't even say finally because there's so many, many more. And, and you know, if you want to, if you want to go to the uh, earwolf.com and and leave a message for me uh, on the site there, uh, I want to hear your different uh, flavors of uh, nuances of suicide. Let's start this discussion, and 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 get this out in the air. You know, uh, let's make this not such a such a hard to discuss um, topic. Now, I also thought about some other things. Perhaps you don't identify with the term depressed Maybe you're from a different climate. So I've thought of some other things that we can call ourselves. And maybe this is something else you can, you can talk about on, uh, on the message boards too. You know, how do we, people who uh, experience depression, sometimes think about suicide? And I want to be clear. I'm not advocating that, that anybody should kill themselves. I, I think it's, it's, it's something you should never do. Um, it's, it's a sign that, that things are, are going terribly wrong and you should, should reach out for help, but we cannot not acknowledge it, that these things come up. It's just, it's just not healthy. It's not right. So if you don't want to identify with the term depressed let's try some of these others. Sad Sakistanis, Blue Gondans, Never Lafricans, American Sad Moans. Life is Hargitinians, the peoples of lethal Barbados, total Belgiumers, people from why can't anything be Belize, Arubummers, Bosnia and Herzegovina, 
Citizens of the People's Republic of Krina. Lebanon responsives. Or perhaps here in the United States, you're from Alabama. What's the point? Connecticut, your wrists open to give the pain somewhere to go. Residents of Maryland scene. Noplahomans. End of the Rhode Islanders. Tennessee, enough already. I get it. Things didn't work out for me. Again, I'd like to hear your thoughts and feelings about these things. Um, I, I say this as an effort to, to let, let's claim, a, a, let's have some, some cultural pride in people who think about suicide. And, and let's take it out of the shadows and into the light so that hopefully it can, it can wither and die in that light. Does that make sense? All right, so you think about that uh, and write to me with some of your, your, your suggestions. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hi, friends. Have you checked out Earwolf's new sister network, Wolf Pop, yet? Wolf Pop is a new podcast network devoted to all things pop culture, brought to you by us, Earwolf, and the incredible Paul Shear. Ever wanted to hear infamous film critic Leonard Maltin and comedian Baron Vaughn analyze their favorite movies and drop some serious behind-the-scenes information? Then you're going to love Maltin on Movies with Baron Vaughn. Looking for a show that will provide a little emotional relief with some of your favorite people? Crybabies, hosted by Sarah Thayer from Strangers with Candy, and Susan Orlean from The New Yorker is a great new show that focuses on things good or bad that make us cry. Well, I got to check that one out. Wolf Pop has a ton of great shows, like Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time period with Kamal Bell and Kevin Avery. Get Up On This with Jensen Karp and Matthew Robinson. Happy, Sad, Confused with Joshua Horowitz. I Was There Too with Matt Gorley. Off Camera with Sam Jones. OMFG with Emily Foster and Deanne Raphael. Nerd Machines Picking Favorites. The Rotten Tomatoes Podcast. The Canon with Amy Nicholson and Devin Farasi. Reading Aloud with Nate Cordry and The Sylvester Sloan Show with Paul Shear. Check them all out on iTunes or head to the new website at www.wolfpop.com. And we are back. I'm back. I certainly hope that you're all back. Uh, it's my, my sincere wish that none of you ended your own lives during that break. That was not my intention. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, now this one... Although that first piece uh, was an uplifting, uh, affirming piece, this next one, uh, we started the show on kind of a lighter note and kind of a self-affirming, uh, um, self-actualizing note. But you'll forgive me if I get a little Dennis Miller here because I need to go on a rant. <sighs> I'm just going to tell you a story and tell you what happened. Now, recently, I was invited to an orthopedic sock hop that was being thrown by the 10 Little Piggies, one of the foremost support groups for people with podiatrical ailments. The orthopedic sock hop is considered the social event of the season for people with bunions, corns, calluses, Morton's neuroma, plantar fasciitis, fungal nail, athlete's foot, flat foot, Bloat toe, fallen arches, hammer toe, stink nail, plantar warts, canker ankles, Achilles tendonitis, and Oedipus heel, to name just a few. Now, in all modesty, I can say that I am more than qualified to attend this event. 
Not to brag, but in the podiatry textbooks printed in over nine languages, I'm known as the elephant man of feet. So it was with great excitement that I looked for something special to wear to the upcoming hop. I decided on a special orthopedic slash compression sock made of bamboo. Now, the benefits of bamboo cloth are well known to many of you. Bamboo has a low impact on the environment. Uh, the cloth, cloth is soft, comfortable. It has natural UV protection. But the main reason I chose a bamboo sock is for coon. Now, coon is a byproduct of bamboo cloth that has antibacterial properties. To put that into layman's terms, coon keeps your feet from smelling too bad. And friends, I'm here to tell you, if anyone could use the antimicrobial properties of Coon, it's my two feet, Smelly Shelly and Stinky Pete. Without going into too much detail, let's just say that the Board of Supervisors passed an ordinance making it illegal for me to take my shoes off in the county of Los Angeles more than twice a year. And then it's only so that I can power wash the mold plaque off my feet at a coin-operated big truck, truck wash. So when I ordered my bamboo socks, I was elated. Finally, I'd be able to attend the sock hop and enjoy wheezing to the oldies with such friends as Kitty Dunleavy, Jorge Chirp, Griel Short Porch, and Timothy Oliphant. But alas, it was not to be. But Bob, you're thinking, what happened? Well, if you let me finish, I'll tell you. What happens? What happened is that I washed my socks before that first evening of wearing them, and they shrunk in the dryer. Now, I don't mean that they shrunk just a little bit. This was a Rick Moranis-level shrinkage, leaving me with what were essentially baby socks. And while I occasionally incorporate baby socks into my wardrobe when my big toes swell during a supermoon, I had no earthly or lunar reason to do that now. The long and the short of it is, I was without socks for the sock hop. Now, needless to say, not having socks for a sock hop is like a eunuch attending a gangbang. There's just no place for us. So I missed out, again. But rather than get depressed and sulk about it, I got angry. And rather than get angry and do nothing about it, I decided to get angry and do something about it. And then I decided to write a poem about it. This goes out to the entire bamboo industrial complex and the lies that they continually peddle. Bamboo suck, bamboo suck, bamboo suck, gonna shrink in the dryer. Bamboo suck, bamboo suck, bamboo suck, gonna shrink in the dryer. Bamboo cloth, bamboo cloth, bamboo cloth, gonna shrink in the dryer. Bamboo lies, bamboo lies, they keep telling us bamboo lies. Hear me now, bamboo lies, bamboo lies, they keep telling us the bamboo lies. Ribbit, bamboo lies. Bamboo lies. Nobody want to hear your bamboo lies. Me no care about your bamboo spoon. Me no care about your bamboo plate. Me no care about your bamboo bag. Me no care about your bamboo. 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 No. <sighs> bamboo suck. Bamboo suck. Bamboo suck. Gonna shrink in the dryer. Well, folks... I'm sorry to have to go there, but I, I did, and, and, and I feel much better. I cannot in, in, in make any product recommendations. I didn't want to say the name of the company, and that's usually not like me. That's a sign of my growth that I am not ranting and telling you to go down and burn 
to the ground, active forever, the place where I bought these bamboo socks. I'm not, I'm not going to do that right now. <sighs> okay. Well, I feel much better. I hope that you do. Uh, again, uh, I will be taking a short hiatus so that I can do some resting, some relaxing, so I can prepare for the show a little bit better. Um, and um, I want you to know that I'll be thinking about you throughout. Uh, I'll be checking the message boards. Let me know what you think about these, uh, some other names for depressed um, some other, other forms of suicide, uh, and anything else you want to talk about. You know, uh, I, I'm really uh, all ears, you know. Um, and actually, you know what? That's an expression I shouldn't use. I, I had a cousin who was all ears. He had a birth defect, and he was just a he was just a big ear with feet, and it was it was awful. We tried to treat him like everybody else, but uh, it was hard. It was hard. I mean, uh, he can only get so many one sided headphones and Q tips for the guy for for gifts. You know, after that, it's like, what else do you talk about? That's neither here nor there. I just want to say. Happy 2015 to you and yours. May the goddess bless your journey. Be well and keep your head in the sunshine. All right. Goodbye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom. Com. The wolf dead.